We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by The College Corner. I'm Neil McCready. Zach Barry with me today as well. You'll see Zach in just a minute if you're watching on the stream. It's uh, Friday, September the 10th. A lot of you are probably headed up for Ole Miss Austin P, or you're getting ready for a weekend of college and NFL football, if that's the case. Hope you have a great weekend. Be safe traveling. If you are traveling, we'll, uh, if you have any questions for us, put them up in the stream. That would be awesome, preferable. Um, before we get rolling, I'll tell you that we're brought to you by the College Corner. It is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, the College Corner is next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay, no problem. You can visit the College Corner College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. You see the website at the bottom of the screen. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. I'm coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Zach, how are you? Neil, I'm good. All in one piece upon my return from uh, Mexico. So we're, we're doing well. We're getting back into the uh, swing of things after uh, a week there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I don't, I don't know that I'll travel <clears throat> anytime soon. It's going to be a long time before I travel. I just don't I think I've hit that point where it, it it's uh, diminishing returns. And the diminishing returns over override the the advantage of the travel. I think as far as international, this was my first international trip. I've never gone anywhere outside of the United States of America. It, uh, as I was telling you before we started, wasn't as hectic as I thought it would, as I thought it would be with customs and all that. Um, I think we'll probably try to plan something next summer for international, maybe somewhere in Europe. But uh, yeah, outside of that, probably won't be going anywhere uh, too crazy. But um, yeah, it was was a good time. Weather was great. Played a uh, really nice golf course that uh, Victor Victor Hovland won a trophy on. It was uh, was a lot of fun. I did have my, the the one scare I had with, uh, with the exchange rate with, uh, with pesos to U.S. dollars, um, we're getting ready to go tee off, and I buy a six-pack of beer, and the lady hands me the receipt, and I see $1,050, and, and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was, I was like, I only bought beer for me. I, I didn't buy it, and she was like, oh, no, no. She was like, peso, senor. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, uh-huh. sorry. Um, everybody everybody laughed at me, so that was funny. Um, just making sure I wasn't spending 1000 U.S. dollars on beer, but, it, yeah, it was only uh, – it was like a seventy-five dollar six-pack. So that would be uh, that'd be expensive beer. Yeah, 
I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Cubs and Giants. It's Chris Bryant's first game against the Cubs in his career, which is Cubs get a video tribute to him, and he got choked up. I'm glad I wasn't able to hear it. I probably would have gotten choked up. I miss Chris Bryant. All right, you got a question already up front. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done this. I'll, I'll be yeah. freely honest and tell people I don't know a lot about what's going on in recruiting. I don't know that a whole ton is going on in recruiting right now, but we'll talk some basketball visitors and that kind of thing as well. Uh, but <clears throat> Peyton Billington has a question for you. He says, Zach, Dorch, and uh, Larry Simmons are visiting Mississippi State this weekend. Is that odd that they're not going to the first Ole Miss game or nothing to read into? I, no, I don't think it's odd. I mean, I think it's a shorter trip for them. And, I mean, look, it, big game in Starkville this weekend. That's going to be an entertaining matchup. And uh, I, I don't think there's anything to worry there. I mean, both state uh, – or I should say Mississippi State is recruiting both of them still despite their commitment. But – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'd rather go watch a Power 5 matchup instead of watching Ole Miss play Austin P. So I wouldn't read too much into that. Um, I don't actually know the miles from uh, George County to Starkville. And, um, what would be significantly shorter than driving to Oxford? I mean, it would be a couple, yeah, a that's couple, all I know. It would be a couple of hours, I would guess, roughly, give or take a few minutes. I don't, I don't want to be held to a specific time. But it would be at least an hour and forty-five minutes, probably longer, to get to Oxford each way, and that that yeah. might that might be part of it. And it also could be part of it that Ole Miss has a bigger game next week that they're planning to go to. I, I have no clue. Um, yeah, you know, kids kids get to go to games. They didn't get to go to games last year, and they get to go to games, um, and so they go. They get they get tickets. They get to sit and watch games um, when you from a high school and you get to go to a game at Mississippi State or Ole Miss or Alabama or any place like that else and you get to walk out on the field and all of that stuff, you just go do it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having some sort of second thoughts. Now, if he ends up going back there a second time, a third time, that's – Yeah, then you know that's then a, you can worry a little bit. Then, then you start having the conversation. But once, because it's something to do and it's easier, it's a little more convenient, and it's going to be a good game, you get to see two power five teams. Sure. I get it. I don't blame them. Yeah. You know. I yeah. Mean, uh, yeah. That's pretty so, much it. That's pretty much all there is to that. Um, yeah. Nick Langston says, uh, oh, his was about the Cubs. Someone said that, oh, Georgia Rebel <laughs> says Dorch and MJ Daniels are cousins. They're tight. Says, I think Dorch is a, yeah. is a rebel. So Yeah. And he's. Been committed for a while. Him and Simmons both have been committed for a while. I, both of them, I think, are pretty solid with their commitment right now. And like you said, it's just hey, it's a chance to go to a, a, a good football game. It's going to be a night game in Starkville. I'm sure it'll be a big crowd. Yeah, NC remember State's these, these guys. These guys didn't get the junior year when you get to go do a lot of this. They didn't get to go last year, so you get to squeeze some of it in. And you know why not? Yeah, I, I mean, you, that's, that's kind of what you do as a junior. You take all the trips. Yeah. Senior year, you focus. Now, it's flipped where they got to do both. They got to visit and focus on their senior year and decide on what they want to do. So, yeah, for now, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What do I think about the Cubs unis on Fridays? They use this. They they wear the navy blue with the light blue Wrigleyville across. Um, it's grown on me. I, I really like the hat, the jersey has grown on me over at first I I did not like it at all um as the season's gone on it's not so bad I don't mind it as a Friday afternoon home suit I like it I I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool and it was different when they you know initially launched it or I guess revealed it um yeah I don't I I think that that baby blue and the navy look good together and yeah yeah, especially for a day game yeah no I don't I don't mind it it's it's fine it's not my it's not my favorite suit, but it's fine. I, I I love their traditional home suit. I think it's I think it's one of the yeah. classics in, in baseball. So you don't want to give it up too much, but um I don't I don't mind it as a like I said, a Friday suit or if they made it a Sunday suit like a lot of teams do where they have a special Sunday afternoon home suit. I don't I don't mind that. 
Uh, let's see. Grind is asking you, Zach, about Antonio Williams. He says Auburn has started recruiting him. He'll visit for the Iron Bowl. But from what he hears, Ole Miss is the expected landing spot. What do you know about Antonio Williams? So he uh, posted a tweet last night asking if somebody knows how to do an edit. So that's, you know, to translate recruiting talk, um, probably doing something for a top schools list. I don't think he's committing this early. Um, But, yeah, I mean, highly sought after receiver from South Carolina. He's at Dutch Fork. Um, Murphy Holloway's son, for those that haven't kept up with message board and the chicks. Um, he, I think is down to South Carolina and Ole Miss. Uh, I've mentioned several times that Clemson is, is always there. Um, I think he is actually visiting Clemson this weekend. Uh, if he receives an offer, that's going to change some things. I, I'm not saying that's going to make Clemson the automatic favorite or they're going to be number one all of a sudden. I'm not saying that, but an offer from Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers is going to be very well received from anyone. And I think being a home state kid and it's a top five program in the country. Sure. Um, and- I think it's going to make a difference, but yeah, I mean, I think Ole Miss and South Carolina are up there. Um, you know, Murphy has ties to both schools. Yeah. Cox and then, Played at Ole Miss, obviously, and his mother's from Oxford. I think Ole Miss has is, is got as good a shot as anybody right now. But, yeah, I if I had to guess, he's probably going to do some kind of top schools. I'd say maybe a top three, maybe a top five. But um, I don't think he's committing with this. Um, yeah, if he does, I would guess either South Carolina or, or Ole Miss. But, yeah, Ole Miss is recruiting him extremely, extremely heavy. Um, and I think it – you know, on Monday night, the offense spoke for itself, and it was a nice recruiting pitch for everyone to see Monday night on ESPN. His mother's from Oxford, is that correct? Yes, she is. she's an Oxford native. You know, I covered Murphy in, in basketball, both of his Ole Miss stints, which was interrupted by a South Carolina stint. And um, Murph is one of those one of my favorite people that I've ever covered. Um, I, I like I like Murphy a bunch. Um, funny, funny guy. A guy who if he could have had two and a half more inches of height, he's playing in the NBA with that yeah. skill set. He just was not quite tall enough, but man, got a ton out of it. But I, I, I know nothing about it. I've never talked to the young man. I just, I'd, I'd have to think Ole Miss is going to be in it until the, the the bitter end, unless, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, look, Clemson's still one of those handful of programs. It's a very small handful, but it's one of those handful of programs that if. You get an offer from Clemson, that's that's a potential game changer. It certainly gets your attention. It makes you stop and reevaluate the decision-making process that, you, that you're in. It doesn't mean you're, you're going to do it, but it changes the process. Yeah. Uh, Nick Langston wants to know if there's any word on when uh, Kamari Rogers plans to visit. Uh, so he you know, originally was going to officially visit um, at the end of July, ended up not coming. I mean, for now, he seems pretty locked in with Miami. Um, now, you know, there were a lot of people on the board, and, and I agree. We're saying, well, well Miami still got to play some football games. Um, they obviously got shellacked by Alabama in the opener, which I think Alabama's going to do that to a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, they didn't put up too much of a fight. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to go down to signing day. Terrell Buckley is not going to stop recruiting him. Ole Miss, the, the entire staff is not going to stop recruiting Kamari Rogers until he signs on signing day. Um, he's been pretty steady with with all Miami. He went to the game in Atlanta, um, pretty constant on social media with hyping up the Miami, you know, recruiting class and trying to recruit for them. So yeah, I mean, I think he'll still visit. I mean, if he does officially visit, it's going to be later in the year for a, an you know an SEC game. He's not going to come in town for Austin P or. Or Tulane, uh, it'll be uh, you know probably like LSU or um, a bigger home game if he were to officially visit, and you know maybe he waits until the season's over. But um, but yeah, I, as far as I know, the folks that I've talked to, no time soon. You know, this is not going to be a super popular opinion, but it's one that I've kind of learned over time. Is at some point you do have to take the actions of someone pretty seriously if they tell you they're committed, sure. if they tell you they're committed to Miami. 
and they still talk about Miami, and they go visit Miami, and they go see Miami in Atlanta when Miami plays in Atlanta, and they are recruiting for Miami on social media. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck and looks like a duck, at some point you have to go, hey, you know what? That might just be a duck. And mm-hmm. he just might be a Miami player. That might be his deal. I yeah. mean, And so there's a lot of people that are trying to do this assumption thing, and I heard it for a long time and believed him, but at some point you got to go, hey, maybe not. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, he could have he could have very well had a you know an epiphany of you know some something came to him one night where he you know like Branson Robinson was just like, hey, I just I just want to go somewhere else. Yeah, and that's you know that's nothing against Ole Miss, nothing against Mississippi State, it's not nothing against the state of Mississippi. Branson Robinson was very honest early on with Kevin Smith at Ole Miss. And he was just like, I, I appreciate you guys recruiting me. I just want to go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's and that's fine. And Kevin Smith was just like, All right, man, good luck. Like, you know, no hard feelings, and you move on. I Ole Miss is going to recruit other defensive backs. They're not just going to talk to Kamari Rogers. Everybody knows that. But they're still gonna, you know, keep in touch. They're gonna text and call him. That's just that's just how recruiting is. You have to do it that way. Um that's all the good ones do it. So, yeah, they'll still keep in touch, but, you know, come November, you know, early December, if they're not getting any movement there, if he's not setting up a visit, then, yeah, like you said, got to move on. Shane Huey wants to know if he stayed for the Ole Miss game on Monday. I have I have no idea. Do you? Yeah, I, not to my knowledge. If, if he did, he, I don't think he, he didn't tweet anything about it. He didn't Instagram. So, um, Taylor Groves was, was in attendance at the game. Um I did talk with him after his week one um, game. I uh, thought it was just a little tweak in his shoulder. Um, ended up being a minor fracture. He's going to be out for, I think he said, close to six weeks just to let it heal. Um, but he was at the game Monday. Said, you know, I mean, what can you say? Almost, <laughs> almost dominated from start to finish. I mean, that's most of the kids that I that I talk to that you know people want reactions. I mean, it was gonna it was gonna be pretty vanilla, pretty boring. I mean, they all pretty much said the same thing. Ole Miss looked great on offense, and the defense was much improved. Um, so, uh, yeah, with Kamari Rogers, yeah, he, the way that things are going right now, the chances are getting slimmer and slimmer by the day. Yeah, unless something happens, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if Miami's just absolutely, you know, four, lays a four and eight egg, maybe he re- rethinks things. Maybe he doesn't. Sometimes kids don't care about that. Yeah, oftentimes they don't. Uh, I'll tell you what people do care about. They care about their money. And um, yeah. we're brought to you by Daniel Barfield, Barfield Wealth Management. Founded in 2000, Daniel Barfield's been serving individuals and uh, businesses in the Oxford and North Mississippi area for more than 20 years. Daniel Barfield carries both CFP and CPA designations and is affiliated with the Advisors Resource Council. It's a registered investment advisory firm with offices in Oxford, New Orleans, Dallas, and the surrounding areas. Daniel Barfield and his staff offer comprehensive financial planning, including investment management, estate and tax planning, insurance planning, and business retirement plans. You can get in touch with him at 662-236-6454 or visit his website at barfieldwealthmanagement.com. We're also brought to you by Billy's Small Batch Bacon. Uh, William Stitt has mastered the art of bacon. Spent more than three decades in the restaurant and hospitality business, but bacon is his passion. He uses bacon selected from the finest hogs, hand-turned every two hours in small batches, rubbed with nitrate-free pink curing salt and brown sugar molasses behind his stage at Old 27 Grill, his restaurant and grocery in Fairhope, Alabama. He's perfected the bacon curing process takes eight days to perfectly cure bacon, not seven, not nine. You can find out just how perfect it is. Go to billiesbacon.com, B-I-L-L-E-S, bacon.com, and uh, try it today. We're also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. It's uh, the premium brand trailer, the highest quality utility equipment dump and gooseneck trailer being built today. They've also got Hallmark Cargo Trailers, one of the most quality cargo trailers on the market, perfect for hauling goods to markets and shows, ATVs to deer camps, uh, hauling race cars, and more. They also have a uh, full-service trailer shop, repair shop, inspection shop, 
where they can repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by Jennings Executive Search. Jennings Executive Search specializes in the uh, recruitment of accounting, finance, strategy, corporate development, and data science professionals from the staff to C-level in all industries. Whether you're a small business owner who needs a finance leader, you work in a private equity, or you run a team at a Fortune 500 company, John and his recruitment team of former public accountants will simplify the hiring process by presenting you with a short list of only the most qualified candidates. John works on a contingent basis, meaning no hire, no fee. He in no way will interfere with your own recruitment efforts. To learn more, look up John Jennings on LinkedIn or email John, that's J-O-N, at JenningsExec.com or call 404-536-3000. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in – we'll get back to football in a minute. Tell me a little bit what's going on in basketball recruiting. Yeah, so quite a few uh, prospects have scheduled some official visits. Um, you know, the, the the cycles are so much, so different when comparing football and basketball, just different seasons, and <clears throat> things are decided at different points, but still going after a couple 2022 prospects right now. Uh, this weekend, Ole Miss is playing host to um, – Jalen Reed, we were talking about Murphy Holloway's son earlier. Jalen Reed, uh, the son of the late Justin Reed, who uh, was at Oak Hill Academy, the uh, big-time national powerhouse um, over in Virginia. He transferred out to uh, California. He's now at Southern California Academy. Um, had a fantastic summer. Has really just kind of gone from kind of a middle-of-the-road three-star, and now he's cracked the rivals uh, 150 in basketball. Um, hit a growth spurt. He's about 6'10", 255, so he's a really long, rangy, um, got some guard ability to his game. Um, he will be in town this weekend. I actually think Ole Miss is in a really good spot for Jalen, not just because of who his father was and his history with the Ole Miss basketball program. I think there's a lot of that playing into this recruitment, but um, Ole Miss has recruited him from start to finish. They've been after him for a long time, so they – they haven't just popped up like everybody else has recently with his big summer that he had um, on the camp circuit, but uh, he's in town. And then TJ Caldwell, a uh, guard out of Dallas, Texas, is also in town. Big time, big power five guard body at 6'5". Um, little light, he's about 170, 175, but long. Um, that type of guard that you need in the SEC these days with everybody's roster getting bigger at all, th- at, at all five positions. Um, Next weekend uh, for the Tulane game, they're hosting uh, Josh Hubbard, another point guard out of uh, Madison Ridgeland Academy in Mississippi. And then uh, LJ Thomas, a uh, point guard out of Charlotte, will be in town. Both of those guys are three stars. Um, Hubbard is a uh, 2023 prospect. He's a Rivals 150 guy. And then uh, LJ Thomas is in the 22 class. And then uh, later in October, they're going to have a big weekend, October 8th. You probably have the schedule handy in front of you. I don't know which game that is, October 8th. That's Arkansas. Um, so for the Arkansas game, the uh, the uh, Neil, uh, Neil McCready Bowl, as they're calling it. Um, Patrick Wessler, they are big not, seven They footer. are not calling it the Neil McCready Bowl. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me make this clear. They are not. <laughs> They're not. Uh, I've got people. Got, I get people that try that on me. I, I am. Uh, I am. I'm not an Arkansas fan. Make this clear. My kids go to Arkansas. Um, they love it. They're having a great time. So uh, I hope Arkansas does well because that makes them happy. I I, I will not yeah. be cheering in the Ole Miss Arkansas game. <laughs> I have no personal affiliation with either the University of Mississippi or the University of Arkansas. Nor do I have any emotional attachment to either institution. Okay. Uh, one institution and I no longer are, uh, are are related. The other one just hits me up for money. So we're good. So you'll be at the 50-yard line with a half-and-half half shirt on. I will not be at the game. I will be in the Clark okay. Ford Studios waiting for the contest to end so that I may do my job. Okay. Um, all right, so with that disclaimer, live recorded, it, it's on record. Yes. Um, Patrick Wessler, seven-footer from North Carolina, 
Uh, he released a top schools list. Ole Miss is uh, included in that one. He will be in town. Robert Jennings, a, another 2022 power forward. I got real excited, Neil, when I saw his rivals profile. I thought he went to a school that was called Taco Storm. Oh yeah, that'd be but awesome. it is, but but it is just uh, T, it's T A C A, so it's just an abbreviation. I you know oh. I, was, I was like, man, that's a great name for a school. Uh, Taco he's from Storm, uh, Desoto, Texas. He will be in town, and then uh, an in-state guy, uh, Kamani Hamilton from Clinton. Uh, he will be in town. I think Ole Miss is in a really good spot there. Um, he actually canceled his Mississippi State visit for this weekend. Um, I think right now it's Ole Miss and, uh, and Creighton. The Blue Jays are battling it out for Mr. Hamilton. Um, he's a small forward, 6'8", 200. Um, he, he's a guy that he hasn't really seen it in the, in the rankings, but he had a really good summer. Um, they've been, uh, Levi Watkins has been recruiting him for a long time. So that's the guys that are on the books right now. So as you can see from the list there, they're still heavily recruiting 2022. They're going to have a lot of guys graduate after this season. So they're going to have plenty of spots and, uh, they're going to get pretty aggressive, I think, cause I think they, they need to get longer and need to get more athletic. So out of that list, who's, who's like an instant impact sort of player. Ooh, um, because they, they do lose a lot off this team, potentially, and they're going to have to have some impact. Yeah, and, you know, talking about it, it, another kind of instant impact that could potentially be to the commitment list. We haven't gotten to him yet. We'll get to him shortly. But out of those names, I think Jalen Reed could give you something. As a, as a true freshman, he, he's, he's got the frame. And like I said, he, he, he good ball skills, uh, got a good handle. So he can bring the ball up the floor, really athletic. And then being 6'10 and close to 230 pounds, I think that he could give you something. Um, I like TJ Caldwell's game. I mentioned how tall he is. He's got some length there, so he could probably help you out at the guard position. Um, Wessler being a seven-footer, sometimes those guys can step in and just be you know, a guy off the bench that can give you some defense uh, with the length. He's pretty aggressive around the hoop on both ends of the floor. Uh, I don't think he's going to immediately come in and be a double-double guy by any means, but with that size, he could play uh, potentially as a freshman. But, yeah, I mean, some of the other ones, and just and I don't think it's anything against the individual player. It's just the SEC has just gotten so much better so fast that it's hard to ask for a true freshman to come in and play right away. Yeah, they got to get into the transfer portal, and I don't have any idea really any names to be looking for at this point. Um, no, I have no idea either. But they're going to have to go add an impact player or two, depending on what kind of impact Jamin Brakefield has right away, depending on uh, what kind of impact uh, Deshaun Ruffin has right away. Mm-hmm. You know, are those are those guys that walk in and, and give you 18 points a night, or are those guys who walk in and struggle to the point where you're like, whoa, what what do we have here? It's going to impact on what progress or lack thereof Matthew Morrell has. And I don't know. Um, I've said this all along, and I think it's some people have like been really appreciative of it, and some people have gotten mad about it. I got burned last year on the hype, and I'm not going to do it again. I'm I'm going to take a a real uh, Missouri slash show me not the University of Missouri, but the state motto of Missouri show me approach to it. I, I'm going to cover it. I'm going to put things in quotes, and then we'll see what they look like, and if they look. Mm-hmm. They look great. We'll go from there. If they don't, I'm not having to answer a lot of the, but you said, because it's fair, really. It's fair when people say, but you said Sean Robinson was going to be, you know what? They told me that, and I went with that, and Sean Robinson is at San Jose State now. Um, so I'm I'm taking a just different approach. How does Deshaun Ruffin look? I don't know. He's gonna They're going to play in November, and the games will count, you know, Everyone tells me that Morrell has really improved, but I need to see it on the floor against a team that wears a jersey that doesn't say Ole Miss or Rebels on it. And if yeah. that if that makes me a bad journalist or whatever, then it just does. But I, I need to see it because I I felt like last year and the year before that, really, to some degree, I felt like I misled people and I didn't mean to do it intentionally. But I think a lot of people are in the same boat with you there. I think a lot of people... Heard how you know, the staff loved the team. 
in, in you know all the preseason workouts and camps and you know man they were really excited about this player this player this player and the season didn't obviously didn't go the way they hoped it would so I mean I, I don't think anybody blames you there I mean you know, I go back to an Andy Kennedy comment, and forgive me because Andy Kennedy, I covered him for, what, 10 years? And nine years, 10 years? Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of his comments in the preseason, someone would say, what do you think about your team? And he would always kind of give this quote. There was one time that he didn't, and it caught my eye that he didn't do it, and it turned out to be a team that was a, a, a bucket short from the Sweet 16. But he would always say, well, I always like my team in the preseason, but Kimber tells me that I'll – Kimber tells me I always like my team in the preseason. You know, when you're just out there grinding with your guys, sure, you can get, you can fool yourself, and yeah, you know, I not that he not that he fooled himself. I do remember last year, Kermit, or in the preseason, for anyone who would listen, and I would note it. It's like, like I've noted, I've noted the one thing Lane Kiffin has consistently said this entire preseason leading up into the Louisville game. Kermit last year said, a little worried about our ability to produce offense. Like a lot of what we can do defensively, like our this, like our that, that keeps me up at night. We don't shoot it well enough. It's the one thing when Lane Kippen says, what what worries you? Eh, depth. Yeah. Depth. I think if you told Lane Kiffin, hey, this team's going to stay healthy, he's going to say, whoa, we're going to make a run. But it's yeah. about you know it's about how how healthy can you stay and if you lose somebody where do you lose them? Does depth step up and and look Ole Miss is not unique to that situation that 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 applies to frankly most of um, of college athletics college football mm-hmm. certainly but anyway on, on basketball that's that's kind of been my approach and I've had people saying hey we should give me some basketball coverage and I'm going to I'm just trying to kind of avoid that deal where you put together stuff from talking to people who are either very pro Ole Miss Mm -hmm. or who are inside the program who are apt to go, yeah, I really like these kids. We're really working hard. And okay. I I just, they've got a, someone on this team for this team to get to a place where they start to make program momentum. Tell me if I'm wrong, by the way. I'm, I'm just being honest. Someone has to step up as a shooter. And, yeah. and maybe that's Jarkel Joyner. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, maybe it's Deshaun Ruffin. That's possible. Um, maybe it's Jamin Brakefield being able to make corner threes. Because if he mm-hmm. if he can do that, he can do all the other things too. And if he can make shots that make you have to come out on him, that's going to space the floor. Maybe everything that I hear about they're going to be stylistically more aggressive on offense and produce more points in transition, maybe that comes to fruition. And if it does, that changes the calculus. Because for all the knocks on that team a year ago, they were in that game against LSU in Nashville in the SEC tournament. And if they win it, they're in the NCAA tournament. So it, mm-hmm. it's when people talk about last year being some remarkable disappointment, it, it wasn't. I mean, they were on the cusp of making the tournament, but there was a consistent um, a consistent thing that kept popping up in one loss after the other, after the other, after the other, was they just couldn't get buckets when they needed them. They could get stops but they couldn't get buckets. And I am just looking at the roster a little concerned that that's going to repeat itself. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of the young guys step yeah. in. Maybe the, the transfer from Georgia steps in and shoots 8 to 10% higher from three than he had his entire career at Georgia. That feels unrealistic, but who knows? Maybe you know it's a new lease on life for him. Maybe they create better ways for him to get open looks. I don't know. There's There's just – a lot of things with basketball where I have kind of question marks, not big flashing lights or anything, but just kind of question marks. Yeah, I think you nailed it um, kind of twofold there with you, you got to find someone to make shots. And I think that what you said about breakfield and being able to stretch the floor, I think that's just going to ultimately make things easier on Joyner because he, he's not a three-point shooter. Um 
I think his shooting got better last year as the season went on. I mean, it he did. looked really good in the SEC tournament, and he made shots. You know, if, whether it's Brakefield or maybe Ruffin can give you, you know, three or four threes a game. Anything to spread the floor is just going to make things. Maybe it's Morell. Maybe it's Matthew Morell. Yeah. Maybe, maybe his game takes a jump. I mean, he wouldn't be the first guy to struggle somewhat as a freshman and figure it out and take a, a giant leap as a sophomore. And if that mm. happened, maybe that would be enough. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's... I mean, and, and look, you know, Jarkel's just deadly in the mid range, and and last season especially in that game against LSU. I mean, he got hot and carried him and damn near carried him into the tournament that night. And and he, yeah. he can do that some. And, and no one no one cares more or plays harder than Jarkel Joyner, but it's the ability to make those shots consistently over the course of a season to change the way that a team defends you and open up space when you have a a point guard and, and like Ruffin who's got some size issues who likes to drive, likes to uh, attack the rim. It's harder, obviously, it's harder to attack the rim in traffic than it is yeah. when, when the lane is clearer, if you will. I know I really, I really simplified basketball right there, but <laughs> but you know my point. My point is if, if, yeah. you, if you space the floor with guys who can make shots, if guys sag on a driver, shooters are going to get open looks. If guys... Mm-hmm have to be true to guarding the the shooters. Maybe they sag a little, but they don't sag so much that the lane fills up, and then a guy like Ruffin can can get in there and do what he does best. We'll see. Yeah. You talked about Kermit and and Lane and how they, they like what they're seeing in the preseason. Um, I'll tell you someone else who, who likes what they're seeing in the preseason, like what they're seeing during the season, postseason, um, and that's the folks at Lamar Yard the uh, indoor-outdoor restaurant in Oxford on South Lamar, 10,000 square feet of indoor space and three-quarters of an acre of outdoor space. You don't talk about spacing. They got it figured out over there at Lamar Yard. Nice, spread out, um, full-stage, indoor-outdoor projectors, three bars, children's playground, parking on-site and open-fire barbecue, and more for you, your family, your friends. Um, you know, hey, Kamari Rogers might have gone to Lamar Yard to watch the Ole Miss game. For Could all be. We know. That's um, absolutely possible. Could have been there. I can't say um, that he wasn't there. I don't know that emphatically. I don't. <laughs> sure. Um, you can now contact Lamar Yard and ask about their catering and private event rental options. Uh, perfect for your next big celebration and or your Grove party in the fall this weekend. Um, the Grove will be open for Ole Miss's first home game against Austin P. So give the folks at Lamar Yard a call and uh, set up everything you need for a private event or your party in the Grove. That's Lamar Yard, and you can check them out at lamaryard.com. Podcast also brought to you by Sola on South Lamar, another establishment on South Lamar that sponsors the Soft Herbal. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. So whether that's happy hour from three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, they are bringing the best and brightest to you in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com. That's S-O-L-A, oxford.com, or call them at 662-238-3500. show also brought to you by Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis. Renowned chef is offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with his Cooking with Kelly program. You can find out all you need to know about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com. And you can book a virtual cooking class at table22.com slash iris. When you do, use promo code softverbal21 for half off your first month of cooking with Kelly. That's softverbal, all caps, 21, for half off your first month of cooking with Kelly. Podcast also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Cody Allen and his crew uh, want you to come take on the challenge of their wide fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens, driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up your game before you tee off on hole number one at Cherokee Valley. Give them a call at 662-893-4444 or book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com. All right, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I guess... I was going to say the other thing that we, you know, you mentioned the transfer portal for basketball. Um, 
no exception in football. I, as far as the transfer portal for next year's class, we've talked about it a little bit on this show. Uh, I think the position that is probably going to be the focus there is going to be quarterback. Um, they continue to plug away at Justin Martin, the Cal commit out West. And you talked about Kamari Rogers. If it looks and talks and walks like a duck, it might be a duck still holding strong with Cal. I think it's, it's the same like it is with Rogers. If they get him in for a visit, especially from California, if he comes all the way across the country for an official visit, it's very serious. They're still recruiting him there. Um, Everybody else is kind of a wait and see. You know, I've talked about it on the message board. I've talked about it on the site with a couple of Georgia prospects. Um, J.C. French comes to mind. He's a Georgia quarterback in the 22 class. I, I think that's kind of where we are with that position right now. I know folks want to know. Um, Zach Pyron, I mentioned him on the message board. Um, he's from Alabama, Pinson Valley one of the best high school programs in that state and in the country, uh, recently decommitted from Baylor. Um, he's starting to hear a ton from a lot of programs. Uh, Alabama is still keeping tabs on him. They've yet to offer, but they're still recruiting him. But Jeff Levy and a couple other staffers have followed him on Twitter. Uh, I think he's going to come in for a game at some point this season. Um, so they're, they're keeping their options open at quarterback. But as far as the, the transfer portal, it's always lingering at quarterback because I think they're going to want – they can't get a high school guy. They're probably going to look for someone that's got some power five experience and or someone they believe that was recruited to a power five program can come in and play right away. Got a question from uh, Pete. He says, uh, Zach, my Brown town brother, how highly ranked is Ole Miss's class on national signing day for football? Uh I'd probably say comfortably I think they could finish top 20. I don't think top 15 is too crazy to think as of this point. I think. Has there ever been a year, and i got to be careful here because I work for Rivals and I like Rivals and they've been good to me for a long time, but the pandemic and the economy and layoffs and all the other things, I mean, keeping it, keeping it real, I try not to be a propagandist. Has there ever been a time just because of manpower and lack of film to some degree and some of those things that not just for Ole Miss evaluations, but any evaluations that recruiting rankings have to be put into context? Sure. Yeah. I mean, this is the perfect year for that. Last year was the same way. I mean, I think you're also going to see, and I don't know this, none of the, guys from rivals have told us anything but we we could see some more rankings shifting at some point because these players that are seniors now you know some of them didn't have any film a year ago Uh, some of them had very minimal film they're getting senior film that's out there now I think that you're gonna probably see a lot of guys get some some late offers um, from some big time programs that were you know hey we we saw this kid in the camp but we want to see him with pads on against you know some players yeah, I mean, there can be some late recruitments that really blow up with, you know, oh, Clemson offered them, Alabama offered them, Ohio State's jumping in now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, context is, is important for recruiting at all times. But, yeah, especially with, with COVID and, you know, you know, we're still dealing with, you know, some high schools are having to cancel games because of COVID. Um, a lot of schools, I've, I've seen a lot of schools in Mississippi, have, you know, head coaches on Twitter like, here's my number, here's my email. If you want to play this Friday, hit me up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see more and more guys that may have not played last year or just had no film to look at for coaches that are having a big senior year, then, yeah, their recruitment's going to blow up. And, again, it's always in context with, you know, okay, they may not be a five-star, but look at who's offering them. That's the big thing. Look at who's offering them and look at who's inviting them for an official visit. That's important to look at. So, if they're a 5.73 star and they only have offers from a handful of power five programs, don't worry about that. Just follow the visits and look at who their offers are from. Yeah. And at some point, and no, I'm not paving the the way for a storyline here. I'm just being honest. At some point you either sort of trust evaluations on the part mm-hmm. of the, on the part of a coaching staff or you don't. And I do think you can pay attention to who, who all has offered to a, some, to a certain degree 
provi- provided yeah. that the offer list is legit. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and rivals yeah, tries, I mean, rivals tries really hard. I can tell you this because I'm I see the email chains. Rivals tries really hard to get the offer lists accurate, especially yeah. in a year. Well, in any year, but it's even more important in a year where you know guys don't have film. And like you take a South Louisiana guy, for example. I mean, we'll use his school because we're not talking about him because Arch Manning can go anywhere. But let's just take a kid at Newman. You know, last season they played some, but it was sporadic. Mm-hmm. Wait, let's not use Newman. Let's not use a specific, just random school. Had some COVID issues last year. This year you have hurricane issues. You haven't played as much. Mm-hmm. So it, things are just kind of different. They're kind of squirrely. If, and if there's not as much film, maybe those kids couldn't get to camps or camp things got weird. And, like, you know, the – the Rivals camp series was not as comprehensive this year as it's been in the past. They still had it, but COVID certainly played a role in how many kids were able to get to camps and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I'm 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 paying attention to rankings, but I'm not going to be a hostage to them as it pertains to whether a, a class sure. is, is successful or not. Yeah, and I mean they I mean they do as good a job as they can at confirming. I mean you and I are on the email chains where. They send us the offer, you know, Hey, we, we saw this offer come through, you know, confirm it if you can. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, rivals can only do so much. They don't, they don't have, you know, 80,000 people working for them that can confirm these offers. And, you know, there's some things to look out for that, that can help you confirm it outside of just asking someone on staff or asking a source, asking a national analyst, you can do, you can do some, some work behind the scenes to confirm Offers, but yeah, I mean, I started that thread on the board. The official offers—that's that's what you need to look for. If somebody got an official offer, then it's it's legit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the the year that we're having coming off of last year. It's just it's it's added a new element to recruiting that's making it more difficult for for coaches to really evaluate the way that they want to. Um, I think in the twenty twenty three class, it'll be back to normal. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But yeah, for now it's it's just another hurdle that they got to get over, and you you know sometimes you just got to take a risk. You know, hey, we saw him in camp. You know, we might not have 14 games on film of him in pads playing against someone else, but we're going to trust what we saw in person. So that's there's going to be a lot of that, um, just because it's been so weird. Um, you know, the staff looking for security on who they're taking in their class, and rivals looking for security on how they do rankings. Um, if you need. You know, another type of security, um, you can call Protection Unlimited, uh, the Mid-South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area in North Mississippi for 40-plus years, and they would love to get your business and or family protected today. Cutting-edge security, video surveillance options, monitoring 24-7, 365. Call them at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com podcast also brought to you by the bluff city advisory group um, we're talking about advising staffs needing ad- advice on how to get uh, a class put together if you need that for your finances call former Ole Miss rebel and founding partner ben still uh, he along with his elite level customer service team make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs learn more about them and what they do at bluffcityadvisory.com Another process that you need some advising on would be uh, the real estate market. It's still going crazy. People are buying houses, flipping houses, selling investment properties, all that. If you need help with your real estate business, look no further than the Barry Home Team. Stacy and Rick Barry have sold over 175 homes and more than 42 million in volume have been closed. So if you need help with cash offers, wholesale offers, escalation clauses, all that stuff that I and you may not have any clue what it means, you can call them at 901-481-6420 and they will make that process as seamless as possible. That is the Barry Home Team, 901-481-6420. After you do that, go ahead and give Saddle Creek Title a call, the Mid-South's leader in client-focused innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. 
Get more information at SaddleCreekTitle.com or call them at 901-753-1600. Last but certainly not least, yet another thing that you might need some advice on, Davis McCord State Farm. They are providing good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates. Um, Davis McCord is your one-stop shop now in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. Stop looking around. Give Davis a call at 901-755-6110. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. Every time you say that, I want to sing the song. Um, yeah, so Pete has another – he has a comment, which sort of leads into the maybe the last topic for the day. He says Ole Miss, Ole Miss is four-star count is already ahead of schedule compared to most years, even though overall commitments are down. What we still don't know is what the limits are going to be on signing, which is crazy as we sit here on September the 10th. But it's true. We don't know whether they're going to be able to replace transfer portal guys and go over the 25 this year or whether that's going to get pushed back another year. And so Mm -hmm. until you know that, you have to be a little careful completely filling up your class because you don't know exactly what the landscape is going to look like. Neither does anyone else, by the way. But mm-hmm. So it's not like a, some kind of a disadvantage, but it is something you have to weigh as you go through the process of, of putting your, your, um, your class together. Yeah, and you know, we talked about this on the last show um, before we had our brief sabbatical when I was out of town. But, I mean, I, I think they have to do it just because I think it's it, it only makes sense for them to do it this way. And like you said, losing, replacing with a transfer portal, I don't see any that, – that doesn't hurt the recruiting process. It doesn't hurt anyone by doing that. I mean, I saw something on Twitter today where a guy from LSU uh, transferred to Oklahoma and then basically saw the writing on the wall, saw the depth chart, wasn't going to get any playing time, so then he – I'm just going to transfer back to LSU. Now he's immediately eligible to play this weekend. So I think you're just going to see more and more stuff like that. And it's only going to, you know, just cause asterisks and, you know, all these, you know, well, you know, who does he, does he count towards this, this signing class or last signing class or, you know, that sort of thing. the, The transfer portal has just muddied all the water. And I just think that they just need to nip it in the bud and just do whatever it takes to, makes sense at this point and look i mean this is just another topic for another day but i mean how much longer will the ncaa decide these these types of things how much longer before the power five or the power six or the power three or whatever just kind of you know hey we're we're just going to go do our own thing and we don't need the ncaa tell us who we sign and who we don't and then you know all the commissioners of each conference agree that all right you, you can sign 35 you can sign 40 i mean the the possibilities at this point are endless with no one really knows what the shelf life of the NCAA is at this point. Yeah. I mean, no one knows what the landscape's going to look like at all. So it's kind of yeah. hard. It, it's You have to, I think, sort of plan with a multi-pronged attack. So, yeah, I don't know. Hey, uh, we're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. I'm wearing one of the Muddy Water Camo hats that are brand new right now. MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get thirty five percent off your purchase. Free shipping on orders more than a hundred dollars. Um, they got the heated jackets. They've got the uh, Tri Zone uh, heated jackets and vests. They've also got all sorts of new uh, uh, Lady Muddy Water camo gear that's available as well. So go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Check that out and don't forget promo code Rebel Grove for thirty five percent off your purchase. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson, Herring Gear Chevrolet. Let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or text on his cell at 662-571-2367. Tell him what you're looking for or visit him in person at 1685 High Street in Jackson. Any uh, any parting thoughts? Any, any big expectations well, for next week? Yeah, well, real quick before I forget, on basketball, um, two names that I would be, uh, uh, you know, I'd be silly not to mention, uh, Malik Ewan, uh, I did mention him on the board uh, yesterday, I put in my future cast for him, 
to choose Ole Miss. Um, 6'9", 225, four-star center out of Georgia. I think Ole Miss is in line to uh, receive a commitment from him sooner rather than later. Um, uh, he's a guy that um, very athletic, big, um, pretty physical frame. Uh, we, we talked about instant impact guys. I'm not sure if he's capable of stepping in right away as a freshman and being a factor, but the 2022 class, you know, a lot of the, the bigs have already gone to a lot of the bigger blue blood programs. So almost is trying to find someone to kind of elevate that front court. And, and you mentioned it earlier, and I'm glad that I just thought of this because I forgot, but the style of play that Ole Miss, that I think fans have been accustomed to seeing Kermit Davis play offensively, I think this is the type of prospect they need to recruit somebody that's athletic can get up and down the floor. I, I mean, I look if, if I'm being honest, and I think you'll agree with me here. Ole Miss has got to put a product on the court that they can recruit to. They got to get something that's a little more exciting. I mean, you can only do so much with the the niche. We're going to play just balls to the wall defense, and we're only going to allow people to score 50 points a game and. We may only score 58, but that's that's what we're doing. Not everybody can recruit like that. I mean, Virginia has done it that way, but th- that's a different monster. They won a national title, so it's much easier to recruit to that when you have a trophy to point to. I think Ole Miss has got to find a way to play a more exciting brand of basketball, and Malik Ewan's a guy that can give you that more exciting brand. I think Jamin Brakefield's going to help them in that aspect in this season uh, uh you know a guy that can play the three can play the four can shoot the three can run the floor can dunk i mean that's you got to have more athletic guys like that not only they compete your conference but you just got to be able to recruit to a style of play that's that's more enticing to high school prospects because i mean look we could do a whole show on the added element of you know the all the professional and the the minor league sure. leagues, that, you know, with the overtime elite and, you know, I, all these other leagues that are just plucking kids now and giving them six-figure paydays, you got to deal with that now. So I think that they, uh, they, they've got to find that, that spot where they can recruit athletic, long individuals to come in and, and give them more exciting brand of basketball. Um, the last name I've mentioned, Chandler Jackson, the point guard out of Memphis, um, he released the top schools list. Ole Miss made that. Um, if I'm honest, I, I think this is a wait and see game for for Chandler Jackson. Is Memphis going to recruit him as hard as the other schools? He's a he's a Memphis kid. I think if if, if he could, he'd go play for Penny. Um, you want to talk about an exciting brand of basketball? Penny's got as about as exciting brand as there is in, as there is in college basketball right now. You've got all the talent that they brought in. You've got Larry Brown on staff. You've got Rasheed Wallace on staff. So that's something that um, to keep an eye on with him. I know Ole Miss was in to see him. I believe it was today. Um, I was going to say yesterday. It might be today. But, um, you know, there's some big-time schools recruiting him. Um, Texas, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss. Memphis is still always going to be there lingering because he's the hometown kid. But, um, yeah, Chandler Jackson, I think, is, is starting to warm up a little bit. He's close with Matthew Morrell. Um, being from Memphis. So I think that um, that's another 2022 prospect to keep an eye on there. All right, we'll close with this last question. Horace, I mean, I'm sorry, Hunter Ball wants to know, Georgia Tech looked rough last weekend, he says. Is Ole Miss still recruiting Jaron Willis and or Horace Lockett? Yeah, absolutely. I, Chris Partridge, um, DJ Durkin love Jaron Willis. Uh, they're going to recruit him until signing day. Um it's a similar situation to Kamari Rogers. George Tech still got to play some games, so um, they're going to recruit him. They're going to recruit Lockett. I mean, I think I was shocked. I think most of the national guys that I talked to were shocked. I mean, I talked to some, I talked to a few people that covered Georgia Tech, and they were shocked that he committed to them. So um, they're still going to go after him. I, they're still recruiting Jaheim Otis. Um, they're, they're, they're still going to be recruiting a lot of front seven guys because, as you know, you. You got to sign as many of those impact defensive linemen as you can. Um, we saw some impact guys on Monday um, making some plays in the backfield. Cedric Johnson, Quentin Bibbins, um, Katie Hill had a couple of nice plays, but it's never enough in the SEC. You got to sure. get as many defensive linemen as you can. No doubt about it. Thanks to everybody in the stream for uh, joining us. 
Thanks to the College Corner Store for making this happening, making this happen. CollegeCornerStore.com, two locations in Jackson as well. Uh, you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast. Until then, for Zach, I'm Neil. Take care. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.